Southern Roots Football Show. How's that sound? I like it on Southern Roots work? Radio, right? On Southern Roots Radio. And I kept saying, do what we do. Do what we do. Do what we do. That's uh, why that's you do what we do. That's why you do uh, what you do. You, you keep doing what you do and you do step on the field. Do, 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 do what you do. Do what we do. Trust it. What? what run the ball. You know, he threw up. They're pounding Gatorade down. He just hurled it out. And he's like, all right. Mother, we're coming back for you again. Get you another bleep right there, JP. What the hell? Hey. Did I just pick Tennessee to go 10 and 2? You did. And I told you all before you we did. started, I, if we go 7 and 5, 8 and 4, I'd be pickled. Hey, you're going to have to change the intro down. Did I just pick Tennessee to go 11 and 1? Oh. <laughs> I mean, let's go. Love it. Take the balls. Let's go. Uh, it's finally here. It is football season in Tennessee, indeed. Welcome to Southern Roots Football Show, broadcasting live from Society American Nashery on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg. Jack Plant uh, here with you in front of a live audience and glad to be with you here. Week one is in front of us, week zero in the rearview mirror. We're going to talk about it. What conference, you ask? Well, that's a good question because we, we're going to ask that question too. Who is going where and what conference are you playing in? We'll talk about that coming up. Also, uh, plenty of realignment and still more to come. Season expectations. You know, will it be a, a 10 and 2? Will Wes pick the balls to go 10 and 2, 11 and 1? Hell, he might go undefeated this year. Who knows? We'll see what uh, what our uh, panel of, quote, experts have to say. And as I mentioned, reaction to week zero, had some games, Vanderbilt, Notre Dame. Also, uh, USC had some action over the weekend as we head for a full slate. Our pick six coming in here tonight on Southern Roots Football Show as we welcome you in. Uh, Trev is uh, on the DL tonight, but we do have his picks, so that is good. Uh, but I uh, want to welcome in uh, once again former Tennessee volunteer, Mr. Wes Brown. Wes, how are you, my Man, friend? Man, I can't complain. I just want to say, can I see Trevor's picks? Because he kicked our ass last year. Yes, I he did. Know. I need to know what's going on. I've got him, I've got him covered. Uh, um, yes, he did win last year. And, okay. uh, you know, you would think that um, he must really be sick because otherwise he would want to gloat about how he did, right? Yeah, if this guy misses two days of football practice at, at Lawrence <laughs> County, uh, he's not feeling well. Yeah, he's yeah. passionate, so send, yep. uh, send him positive vibes to the boy. There you go. Uh, former UT Martin offensive lineman standout, uh, the big sweet, the strong man, Charles Sweeten, is back again, and uh, I'm sure we got some sweet talking. Sweet, how you doing, my friend? Hey, it's it's Papa Sweet now. Papa, that's Papa, right. That's it right. is Papa Sweet. sweet. Papa that's right. Sweet. That's right. Me and Papa Cord. Yep, we we've got a couple of uh, new Papas. Speaking of Papa Cord, um, you know his uh, his appearance last year uh, from the Bayou got such good ratings, fellas. Such good ratings that we had no choice. But to bring the Raging Cajun, that's the only time, Cord, I'm going to do that to you this year. Hey, we all know Cord. that was his mother. <laughs> <laughs> Cord, Cord Cole is joining us uh, from the Bayou. Cord, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, man. It's, a, I, I just, it's an honor to be with you guys, and I appreciate y'all having me and inviting me back. Uh, I'm going to try to not mess this up too much, man. But thank you guys for having me again. He sounds good, doesn't he? Absolutely he does. He sounds better than me. So well, I'll, that see, take I'll see y'all next year. Yeah. All right, uh, enough with the intros. Let's get to our opening kickoff. Um, you know, the ACC uh, still looking to try to get Stanford, Cal, and SMU. This is the Atlantic Coast Conference now we're talking about. So we'll get into all the realignment, but uh, off the top here, ACC still looking to get Stanford, Cal, and SMU. They were scheduled to have a meeting with the presidents. Uh, unfortunately, the events that happened on the campus of Chapel Hill in North Carolina with the shooting has delayed that, and certainly our, our thoughts are with them. However, it's interesting to see that that is still on the table. Um, SMU talking about, fellas, that, that they're going to forego all of their TV revenue uh, until a new deal is made. So they're going to pay their own way in. What do you think about that? Good for them. Good for the ACC, oh, I guess, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. but SMU, I mean, that, that's, it's probably a better fit than what they're in right now. So, I mean, that, that fits them, I guess. I'm to the point where like, we're going to be watching college football next year, and I'm not going to know who the hell is playing who in conference. Yeah. I mean, you look at the cross-country travel these teams are going to have. You're going to need expenses. a flow chart. It's, it's going to be unbelievable. I mean, we, I was fortunate to be able to go out and play at California and at, uh, at the Rose Bowl. 
And man, that you know, that takes a toll yeah. on, on, a, on a young man traveling that far and trying to play a football game. It, it'll certainly be interesting, but it's going to be, for me, wondering who the hell is, is in what conference and what, what's a conference game. I mean, I remember traveling out to, to Boise. I mean, yeah. it, I mean, it was a it was a hell of a trip, and we went uh, a day earlier than we normally would take off on travel. Mm-hmm. You're losing a day of practice. I mean, and then you know you're supposed to be student athletes. You know, the student comes first, but the coach is holding up the number two whenever he tells you that. <laughs> yeah. but, but, you, you know, you, you get behind in classes and everything, too. So, that, I mean, that's just another toll for you another all the week. Another. I mean, it, it's, it sounds stupid, and you're like, no, nah, college football first. But, I mean, hell, you're not going to be eligible to play if you don't pass that test, too. That's true. Um, continuing with our opening kickoff, and we'll get more into realignment coming up in just a minute. Uh, but, Cord, uh, I'm sure you caught a few games on week zero in Notre Dame. Uh, were they that good? USC, okay, maybe. Caleb Williams, the uh, reigning Heisman and the, the head uh, headliner for this year to win it again. Vandy survives against Hawaii. What stood out to you, Cord? I mean, to me, it's USC and Alex Grinch. Same old, same old. I mean, we know who Alex Grinch is. We've known who Alex Grinch is. I mean, they're going to continue to give up points. They're going to get to give up yards. And, and USC fans, sorry, it's the Grinch that stole Christmas for you. You think you got a shot this year, but you don't. <laughs> you don't. And he's, I mean, it is what it is. I watched him in 2019 give up seven touchdowns in one half to the greatest football team to ever play. Slid that one in there, too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Notre Dame, no, I, I, they look good. I, I questioned Marcus Freeman, was the job too big for him? I, I, he, he, <laughs> Kind of helped me there thinking on that. But, I mean, I, I think Sam Hartman, I, I, I need to see more from him. I mean, it's easy to throw against guys that are wide open. He was under throwing throws and late throws and, and everything. Everybody was wanting to anoint him the Heisman Trophy winner after this year. But, I mean, after this weekend. But I, I just didn't see it. Can he be good? I think so. Yeah. I need to see more from him. So, you're saying there was some overhype about Notre Dame and their performance? Does that ever Shocker, happen? I know, huh? Can, yeah. can you please do me a favor, Cord, and just shoot Trevor a text message right now? This man's got the biggest cr- man does. crush on Freeman. It, it, <laughs> did, did I not, think the guy's got a shot at last year. Oh, yeah. Every week. The truth. Oh, yeah. Every well, week I'm, it was Marcus Freeman, Marcus Freeman, Marcus Freeman. Well, he, was just, uh, he was just ahead of the game, I guess. Yeah. You just, you just don't get that job that quick, man. I'm sorry. It, it, when, when usually when players give you the vote of confidence and they want you so bad and the administration listens, more times than not it just doesn't work out. I mean, if you're going to play devil's advocate, they had a lesser team and they beat them by a hefty amount of points. Sure. So, they know, did what they were supposed to do, they right? They did what they were supposed sure. to. And, it, you know, you can't really tell till they get a quality opponent in there and see what they're actually about. Very fair. There you go. All right, continuing on with our opening kickoff. Um, you know, the, the Big 12 and, of course, Texas, Oklahoma are heading out. And uh, Yarmark, uh, the, uh, he is the commissioner for the Big 12. Of course, had comments in Lubbock at Tennessee Tech. And, and I put it in here, don't let the 10-gallon hat hit your ass on the way out the door. Basically saying, you know, Cord, hey, uh, you Texas folks, and you can feel that down in the bayou. Uh, nobody is a fan of Texas except for those in Austin right now. I'm going to be honest, I didn't even know what that meant on the sheet, so I was was really hoping you were going to explain that to us live here. Good to know I wasn't the only one. Uh, I got to throw some wrinkles in there for you, fellas. Uh, All right, so we'll we'll get into all that. You know, there's so much to to take in uh, since we were all together uh, to end the season last year, and so much has happened in the offseason. Uh, obviously, that could be an entire show unto itself, but we'll try to hit some of the highlights. Uh, clearly, the demise of the Pac-12 and, and what's happened there, it's, it's just odd to see, and I'm just curious, thoughts, guys, on, on what's happened in the offseason from a broad perspective. Wes, we'll start with you. I mean, the, the whole landscape of college football is so different. You know, I, I, me and Sweetie played in a, in a – specific era where players getting paid well, hell yeah i mean there, there's stuff that was happening behind the scenes now you're talking about kids making millions of dollars now you're talking about the pac-12 possibly not even existing anymore and, and these west coast teams are going to be in a in an east coast conference it just uh, money's king man and um uh, it's going to take a lot of getting used to. I'm still going to love it. I'm going to be glued in every daggum week. But, man, uh, what a freaking change it's been in the last several, three or four years. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, you know, Texas, Oklahoma, of course, uh, the news a couple of years ago making the move and, 
and and I guess you you could say was was kind of a, a linchpin to these moves this off season. But um, who would have ever seen how the Pac-12 just completely I mean, who's left? left right now? There's well, you know, there's only technically four, but we just talked about Cal and Stanford are looking to go to the ACC if they go. Then you just got Oregon State and Washington yeah. State. So there's only two. Washington um, State just got there not too long ago. Well, they've been there for a little bit, a but little bit. Um, it's, you know, of course, Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, Colorado, all went to the Big 12. USC, UCLA last year, of course, the news of them going to the Big 10 starting next year. Yeah. And then when it looked like the Pac-12 with the new TV deal, the Apple streaming thing um, that Klyovkov put together as the commissioner, and it looked like, or at least they thought, that Oregon and Washington were going to be there and vote with them, but they didn't even show up to that meeting because they were making their own deal with the Big Ten. Uh, it's, you know, so, and, and they're coming in court uh, taking not uh, not a full membership in terms of the, the amount of revenue that's coming in because they were in a, in a spot that they were desperate, quite frankly. Yeah, I mean, when are we going to get to the point to where the college football it looks like the NFL? You know, there's a few more teams, 40, 50 teams, and you, and you divide them into regional districts or regions and all that, and you play it, and let's call it spade a spade. There's only about 30 or 40 teams in the country that can actually compete for the for the top dog spot every year, and it's a, it's a business is all it is now, and it's it's headed that way, you know. And Power Five and Group of Five, it's it's about time they split. Well, that's kind of the the big picture question I have for for you guys is where should college football move? And you know, we're talking about obviously we know football is driving this bus. All the other sports are going to have to follow, but should we get to a point to where? Football, college football has its own entity, its own league, and then everybody else goes back to the old uh, school way of doing things. Is, is that the answer? I mean, it makes more sense. I mean, you're going to have these small sports, you know, like men's soccer having to travel across the country all the way from Los Angeles to New York to play, you know, what, whoever the hell's out there. I mean, it, <laughs> yeah. it, it's going to be a strain yeah. on the program, and, it, you know, the money's going to come from the football program. And, you know, you, you're losing dollars there, and I hope you make it up in your TV contracts, but it, you're going to see that trickle-down effect of everybody else getting sick and tired of football ruling the land. I mean, it makes a lot of sense to kind of separate, hey, football, you go do your own thing. You know, you, you, you can play in the SEC if you're living on the, you know, whatever coast, but – you know, these sports, we need to be regional because, you know, we got, we got to travel and play, you know, five, ten times the amount of games that y'all do. So it's it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. And, and you know, we're obviously not done, as I mentioned earlier at the top of the show. Uh, still a chance. Stanford, Cal, and SMU, the ACC has not given up on them. They're potentially going to hold a meeting with a potential vote to bring them in. Uh, the question, of course, you know, Florida State has been the loudest in their disappointment in how the revenue has been generated across that conference. Clemson is kind of in that same uh, ball game, so we'll see how they how they go with that. Uh, ACC, are, are they in danger now, guys, do you think? Uh, I think any conference would open their arms to Florida State and Clemson. I mean, you're looking at two marquee programs. Them, the, those two guys leave. Yeah, I, absolutely. I think you are. I mean, after that, who, who, who's ACC have? You know, so football I, wise, I, that, yeah, exactly. Right, football wise. So I mean, yeah, I think they're absolutely in danger if if those two guys were to test the waters. Like I said, because I think anybody would open their arms and welcome them. So uh, you know, the Big Twelve as we mentioned, uh, expanding Houston there, Cincinnati. Um, we've got Central Florida with uh, Gus Malzahn and uh, BYU coming in. Uh, as well, and then of course we mentioned Colorado, Utah, Arizona, Arizona State, all coming in. But SMU is not in there, and that's interesting. They're trying to go to the ACC now because uh, the Big Twelve apparently doesn't want them. So uh, it's it's not done. I don't think there's any question, right, Court? I mean, we're not done with this, right? Oh, absolutely not. Um, each of, can you guys still hear me? I can. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, I mean, each and every day there's, you know, more news coming out. It's, it's, it's nowhere near done. And every day you think one thing's happening and look this way, and then next thing you know something happens on the other side of you. So, I mean, yeah, no, each and every day something's changing. It's, it's going to continue to evolve until we're 
one big thing and the big boys are playing on their own and the NCAA has no say-so in it. And like Sweet said earlier, I'm, I'm, I'm all for football and, and all the rest of the sports separating. You know, have, have football in a, in a big-style conference league or whatever and then, and then go back more regionalized with all the other sports. Well, with the NIL already in place, I mean, we're, we're kind of in that, in that ballpark anyway. So. But that, that's the environment you're breeding, bringing yeah. all the NIL stuff in, and then you're letting all these uh, universities and college go all over the place. I mean, that, that, there is more to come. All right. Uh, tell you what, uh, we'll take a, a quick break here on Southern Roots Football Show. When we come back, uh, we'll talk about the games we saw over the weekend, plus – uh, maybe some predictions, um, SEC championship predictions, college football playoff predictions, anything else that's on the minds of our esteemed panel. Jack, Wes, Sweet, Cord, live from Society, downtown square in Larksburg. It's a Southern Roots football show on Southern Roots Radio. Rooted in Americana, Southern Roots Radio showcases the songs, sound, and lifestyle that is uniquely Southern. Southern Roots Radio features the Mealtown sound that connects the storytelling and twang from classic music row, the grit and blues from Beale Street, and the rhythm and soul coming out of the Singing River in Muscle Shoals. In addition to the music and local artists, Southern Roots Radio will highlight lifestyle programs from food, culture, and even sports. Visit southernrootsradio.com to hear the sound and find out how you can listen on your mobile device. Based in Milltown, digging roots across the country and beyond. Southern Roots Radio, come on in and stay while. Thank God football is back, right? Hey, this is JP, host of the Southern Roots Football Show. Sometimes the hardest decision is which game to watch. Well, at Society American Oshery on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg, you don't have to worry about that with enough TVs to watch your favorite team wherever they're playing. Now the hardest decision is what to eat and drink. The Society's got you covered there, too. And when the game's over, just turn your chair around and take in the best live music in the area. Sports, food, music, the best of American Oshery all in one place. Society American Oshery on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg. Tune in Sunday nights on Southern Roots Radio at 7 o'clock for Swanky Southern Nights with Brendan Allen and Mackie Kaler. Twist of twang, a jigger of jazz. It's all kinds of great stuff. Sunday nights, 7 o'clock on Southern Roots Radio. Download the app for free in the Google Play or Apple App Store or go to southernrootsradio.com. All right, welcome you back into Society American Nashery. Jack Plant alongside Wes, Sweet, Cord. Um, we've got Trev on the DL tonight, uh, but we do have his picks. So uh, he certainly was going to make sure that those uh, come in. Uh, and uh, glad to have Cord with us uh, for Season 2. He's joining us uh, from the Bayou. How's the weather down there, by the way, today? Uh, it's a cool 98. Cool 98. All right. Uh, well, Louisiana weather has gaslit me into believe that 98 <laughs> is cool. <laughs> it's all about your perception. Well, just glad uh, you're not ha- getting into that hurricane weather that's uh, going mm-hmm. through Florida uh, this week. So, because uh, it certainly can hit you as well. All right. Um, don't forget, we got our pick six coming up uh, later in the show, and we've got an extra pick, and we've got. Our uh, group of five guys, Lock of the Week, as they are joining the show this year and giving us their group of five game that is a lock. So we'll hear from them coming up in just a little bit. But want to react a little bit to last week. As we mentioned, Notre Dame looked good over in Ireland, over uh, Navy. We got USC. They held on to win against San Jose State. Vandy also with the win against Hawaii. Uh, let's start in Nashville since that is the closest to us, fellas. And, uh, you know, I am, the, of course, the resident Vanderbilt fan here on this uh, panel. And, you know, as a Vandy fan, it's good to have a win, right? We'll take wins wherever we can get them. Yep. Now, if you look at it analytically, 
They got some issues on that offensive line, Sweden. That was rough. That's rough. That was rough. Oh, you wanted me to add on to that. I well, if you've got anything to add on to it. But you know what? It, uh, no, uh, that was the, no. it was that kind of performance. There's not much more you can uh, say to uh, it, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that's the thing. You got, me, you got me by the balls over here, JP. Yep, uh, well. I don't really know what the, the comment on Vandy's uh, offensive line. Uh, they did not impress. I mean, the surge off the ball was not there. They were getting way too many pressures. They were getting pushed in the backfield. I mean, You'd like not to see that from an SEC school going against somebody else, but, you know, it happened. But they got to win. Right, Wes? they got to win. They and win. I, I'm looking it up. I, You're throwing in a lot of butts right here. But I am. It doesn't change. Well, that's what we do at Vanderbilt. The, the concerning part was 39 rushing yards. Yeah. You, know, you would think yeah. that Swan, hey, Swan was effective. Um, if we get, if I get the cat of the week after a while, I'm, I'm going to keep this guy's name out of my mouth because I'm going to glow about him. Um, but, yeah, 39 rushing yards and giving up three sacks against the – and it should be an inferior opponent. It's something that is concerning. But, however, like you said, it could always be worse. That's right. There, there's a lot to, to on tape to, that they can learn and, and improve on, but the, the main thing is they're one to know. Yeah. I mean, when you're in that situation, you're hoping, hey, it's not X's and O, or you're not getting blown off the ball. Maybe it's just like an X's and O situation. You weren't going to the right assignment or you weren't doing something quite right, you know. You know, I'm not sitting here watching their tape. I'm, you know, I'm trying to play devil's advocate for Vandy right here. So hopefully they, they weren't just getting dominated up front. They just, you know, didn't quite know their assignments. And they, you know, they execution. had kind of, yeah, yeah, execution. They had a one block syndrome. But Court, at least we got some construction going on. So we got some, you know, they're making an effort up there in Nashville, right? Yeah, I had to take that off of my uh, Ripping or ripping of the court or segment of the that, that was bad. But uh, I mean, Vandy is Vandy. I, okay. I'm sorry, that's JP. okay. I just, no, no, they, they were my okay. key pick this last week to cover the 17 and a half, too. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little upset with yeah. those guys. Yeah, I don't blame you. Well, you know, and they look good, they got up 35 21, and you yeah. thought, mm-hmm. okay, In here position. we go. And, and I fell asleep, woke up, and they won by uh, just a touchdown, anyway. All right, uh, we'll, we'll slide on Notre Dame, as I mentioned. Uh, look pretty good over in Ireland, and uh, they're back in action this week, USC as well. Anything else stand out in Week Zero? Uh, did you guys get to watch much? Um, you know, it's, it's kind of odd. Do we like Week Zero, by the way? No. Hell yeah, I do. I mean, uh, I, I want football, man. I, I, if Court, you're a junkie, first right? Of August. Yeah, I, I never thought I would say this in my entire life, but I completely agree with Wes Brown there. Um, I love football. That gum right, <laughs> like, man. I love it. I, I mean, I stayed up all night. I mean, from from 1.30 in the afternoon to damn near 1.30 in the morning just watching college football, having a couple cold beers, and it's just, it's just great. It's back, man. And that's yeah. what we did. We sat on Trevor's back porch and, and enjoyed all of them. Yeah. And I, we're stoked for it to be back. It is back indeed. All right. I tell you what, uh, let's – you know, we had a lot of fun last year when we played the uh, – uh, the schedule game. I don't know if we have time to go through every game, but I do want to get the opinion, fellas, on on a couple of different teams. Cord, you're into the mix, so we'll 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 get your your thoughts on on your uh, your Tigers. Um, we'll talk about the Vols, uh, but first, I, I'm curious, uh, just off the top of your head, who's in the SEC championship game? Wes, we'll start with you. I, I- because we're still we're still in East West this year, you're right? Ob- you're obvious to yeah. you're obvious to Georgia and Alabama or Georgia and LSU. Mm-hmm. In this case, I, I think it'll be Georgia Alabama. Um, LSU Alabama's gonna have it out for LSU, and that's the game I cannot wait to watch. Alabama LSU. The Saban's extra salty right now, isn't he? Back in Tuscaloosa, <laughs> LSU is fully capable, fully loaded to mm-hmm. go to Tuscaloosa and beat them. So. It, the combination of those three teams, Georgia in the East, Alabama, LSU, yeah. are, are my, t- my obvious picks. So, yeah, sweetie, he's going out on a limb. But, I mean, that's what, you know, I mean, what, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, what until, can I expect? We ask a dumb question, I mean, you, get a, you get that kind of answer. I mean, until but, some other team yeah. outside you're those right. three prove you different, you're right. it's hard to pick I, against I don't, them. I don't know. Sweet, th- do you I see anybody besides those I, three? I, I think it's safe to say Georgia is a lot. Like, I think Georgia's a lot. Like, like you can't – I mean, I, I'm looking at their, you know – Who's in that division? I, I don't see anybody overtaking them. Now, 
I, I'm, I know Wes and Trev have, you know, harsh feelings towards court. I don't have anything against LSU. <laughs> I, I'm liking LSU a lot this year. So, you know, I'm going to go out on a limb and say LSU overtakes Alabama because Alabama has a lot of quarterback problems. We, yeah. don't, we, we don't know who's going to take those snaps for them this year. That's you very know, fair. It seems like it's up in the air. So. At least that's what Saban wants everybody to think. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I yeah. fully think that game in Tuscaloosa is going to decide the West. Or, or that maybe one. I'm Absolutely. gassing up Cord to have his, uh, you know, hope sign and just gets <laughs> yeah. crushed, and, you know. No, so, <laughs> I mean, so Cord, I, I, know who, I know who you like. I'm curious the state of where Alabama is going into this season, uh, what your thoughts are about There's that. There's nothing that scares me more than everybody doubting the Crimson Emperor over in Tuscaloosa. And, and yeah, it hurts even more that he's our ex-wife, you know, and he, he thinks he married up, but he didn't. Um, yeah, they have quarterback issues, but the guy won with Blake Sims at quarterback. Yeah. And, like, I mean, he, he left a press conference not too long ago smiling, and you don't ever see that. It just – yeah, Georgia's going to win the East, and, and right now if I had to put my money on it, I'm picking Alabama to win the West. Whoa. Mm. I just – we're – we, mm. we, we're, we shocked some folks last year. We're, we're still a year away down here, man. And, and I, I love BK, and I love what we're building down here. Um, but our, our DBs scare me. And um, until they go and prove something, we're, we're, I mean, we're uh, to a school that's called ourselves and hangs our hat on being DBU, we're not deep at all in that position. And I just – Going to Tuscaloosa is a tough spot. I love it. I'm, I'll be there again this year. It'll be my tenth trip up there. God bless you. Had, wow. some, had some had some success up there. Uh, latest one in 2019, obviously. Um, and we'll go back this year and, and we'll see what we can do. Right now, I if you got to pick them, I mean, I'm sorry until until you really knock them off. Yeah, we did last year. We did in 19. But until you really knock them off that 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 throne, it, it it's his. It's 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 theirs every year. I, I and mean, we damn, go hunt those guys. send me that LSU shirt and I'll wear it. If Cord ain't gonna stick up for his boys <laughs> over here, I mean, what the hell is that? Come on, Cord. <laughs> now I can promise you in that Come first week now. in November, my thoughts might be a little bit different. Come hey, on now, just let yep. me see this team hey, play a little bit. We're man. gonna clip the shit out of this. And post <laughs> yep. it. Yeah, don't worry. That's right. Don't yes. worry about it. Hey, I, I'm a realist, man. I'm uh-huh. a realist. Okay. Well, he is wearing that purple and gold tonight. Um, all right, so college football playoff then. Obviously, then Georgia, we think, probably, uh, if they run through the east. Uh, Tennessee probably is the biggest uh, test there. Um, who else? Who else do you like in the in the playoff? I mean, it feels kind of a little wide open, doesn't it? I feel like you can see Ohio State and Michigan. In it. Yeah. I mean, th- those two teams are going to be loaded. Uh, I wouldn't rule LSU out if they have the success that we think they can, like they did last year. You also Alabama. got the Pack the Four out in the West Coast. <laughs> yeah, I, I, <laughs> I think I think this is a Big Ten SEC race, man. Yeah, I, I don't I, see no, a thousand percent. Uh, to quote Trevor. Those four to five teams right there. You talk about Alabama, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, and, and I would throw LSU right there. They're that freaking talented. I think they can play with anybody, but the, those top four, in my in my eyes, are they're, they're separated from the rest. All right, Cord, do you see anybody uh, outside of uh, maybe those that have been mentioned already? I could, depending on what happens this weekend, don't be shocked when you see Florida State up there. Um, mm. I mean, if, I, I could see Florida State even wait, losing wait, this on. weekend wait, and running the table. What? Depending no, on I'm saying that. No, hold on. I guess we'll, we'll see you. Opinion. They'd have to beat LSU in order to get well, they them that. Still, they would still get Clemson and your North Carolinas and all that throughout. They have a chance to, to, to lose it and run the table. Now, I definitely not going to lie to you all. You'll see me pick them, but I got them losing this weekend. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean but, but look out for those guys. I mean, they're, they're a talented football team. I watched them in the Dome last year, and they surprised me, and they've, they've only gotten better. He becomes a full co-host, and all of a sudden he's getting conservative with his thoughts. This is the exact opposite. <laughs> Playing it cool. Once we see the Tigers play, it's going to yeah. come out. Exactly. It's going to come out. It's just so many unknowns right now. That's I mean, true. That's, you true. Can throw, That's fair. Everybody wants to throw USC in there. We saw yeah. the Caleb Williams is a stud. I mean, as long as you got him, you got a chance, uh, he, right? He was efficient. What was he, 8, 10, or 25, 200-something, 278 yards and some odd. You know, four they, touchdowns. They I had mean, over 500 yards of offense. I mean, it, Lincoln, it's Lincoln Riley is going to have that. They're going to score points. But, I mean, they give up 200 on the ground and 200 through the air to San Jose State. I mean, they're going to play some defense to, for anybody to take them 
seriously. So I, I think you're looking at, in my eyes, Big Ten and SEC is going to be the, the deciding factor. All right. So there you go. We'll, uh, we'll certainly see how that uh, plays out. A long way to go. You guys up for a uh, couple of the uh, – Cat of the week and a little sweet talking. You know, we want to cut the cord a little bit, uh, cord. I think we. I you guys are ready. All right, I'll tell you what. All right, Wes, we'll start with you. Let's uh, a new feature here on the program. It's called Wes's Cat of the Week. I've got two. Oh. I'm going to start with Jaden McGowan. Okay. From Vandy. Yeah. Hey, we here we go. I mean, the the guy had 72 receiving yards and had a 97 yard kickoff attempt. He's got some wheels, doesn't Stud, he? Stud, man. Woo. He is a weapon mm. that they, that you're going to hear his name for the rest of the year. Absolute stud athlete. Second is, this is completely off the wall, but UMass. Yeah, how about that? UMass has been dog shit. Like, I like mean, for 50 so years many, since they won on the road, right? They come out and score 28 points in the fourth quarter and take down New Mexico State after a 1-11 year last year. And, you know, I'm, I'm on ESPN. I look at, you know, the rankings, and, I, and they have this feature every week. It's called the bottom feeders, the bottom ten, and UMass mm-hmm. has lived in the top oh, yeah. five of that ten for They've the last several shop. years. <laughs> so for them to come out, get a big win after a one in eleven year, twenty eight points in the fourth quarter, UMass and Jaden McGowan are my two cats. All right, there you go. Uh, there's your uh, West Brown's cats <laughs> of the week. All right, uh, let's uh, let's do a little sweet talking. We got an entry for this. Bleep. He stole that fucking line from me. I did do that during my college years. I get in a two-point stance, I just freaking hurled right in front of the defender. And that guy looked at me like, bro, really? What the hell's going on out here? Everybody's grabbing out there. It's grabbing everybody. Grab, grab, grab. All right, bro, look, they're going to the right. I'm going to reach it to the left, and let's just go this way. He just played the block. He's like, damn, bro, yeah, you got it. Let's f- <laughs> you are a sad, strange little man, and you have my pity. Oh, yes. All right, sweetie, what do you, what do you like? You, you know, I have a child now, so no more f***s or dams or shit, so there we go. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate that. There you go. No, I, I, I got two things. Yeah. Uh, one thing that has really been pissing me off is uh, offensive linemen going around and taking these little cute pictures with like the pancakes <laughs> and their bellies out and it's like no oh man that's like, brutal like, shit. Like, like coming out and hog tra- trevor likes that crap i i, I despise that stuff hey <laughs> you, you are designed by god himself to not get the gratitude you you are a service to the team you become whatever you need to be you're not getting you know the the big you're a dirty bastard deal. That's what you are. That's what you're supposed to be. Yeah, just a dirty yeah, bastard. Yeah. I, 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 I thought you were coming at me right there. Well, I was like, damn, son. You got me at a loss for words. But no, no, no. I, I hate that stuff. I mean, it's just, it, it's a, you know, the, a WWE reference. It's a, it's a gimmick, and I, I just, I just despise that. So every time I see a picture with like them taking shots of maple syrup and all that, like get the hell out of here. That, that, that is just. Dog shit. You didn't do any any of that. No, as, you no. guys didn't come together as a, as a group. And I mean, when you guys, uh, you, you can come together as a group and uh-huh. have a good time afterwards. Okay. But like during it, you know, hey, you got. Oh, work. this is during game you're you, talking you about. Got, you got work to do. All right, <laughs> I, I don't want my. You can put my picture on the damn poster, but I'm not going to have it. You know, sipping maple syrup and all that crap. I mean, that is just dumb. You look dumb. And now half all the kids have freaking mullets, too, doing it. I mean, it's just, I, de- I despise it. Mm. Oh, but the second thing. Let's yes. Get to, let's get some, we got to, to, okay. some actual football. Okay. We're gonna, we're gonna, now, I made a list of the top five offensive lines going into the season. Okay. Oh, I like this. Now, I did make this before week zero. Okay. You, so, get, you get some music coming underneath this one. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. You, you want you want five top five, top five offensive right. linemen. I, I, I did go honorable mention for Texas number six. Okay. Just because they had all five returners. Yep. Coming back and that that means a lot as a unit. Okay. Uh, we're gonna go. Uh, I put USC at number five. You know they they have. Uh, I mean at at the end of the day they have a Heisman candidate right there or not candidate a Heisman winner. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, they got uh, one of the top O-line at, uh, offensive tackle, Jonah Monaham. I, I wrote it down, but I can't pronounce it. Okay. <laughs> hey, this dog did not give up a sack in 570 snaps. Whoa. 
I don't know it's if you know done. this or not, JP. That is a fucking lie. <laughs> it's getting it done. Right, and they got a guard. And they got a guard that is straight up dog. All right. Then we're gonna go number four. I'm gonna regret this, Corb. I'm gonna go LSU. Ooh. Yes, sir. Hey, hey. Okay. A lot of people didn't know this. They had two freshmen, true freshmen, playing last year. All right, at the same position. They're okay. alternating a little bit. But your boy Will Campbell, at the end of the day, is a dog. Freaking dog. Yep. All right, two interior linemen are coming back. Uh, they they got to find a right guard. Other than that, hey, pretty freaking solid up front. Hey, big guys that like to get after it. Number three, and this is one we're going to have to see, is Notre Dame. I, I, I thought they – Them some bitches are huge. They, they are massive, man. They are massive. Hey, and the thing is, they have the two best tackles in college football right okay. now with uh, Joe Alt and Blake Fisher. I mean, everywhere I look, I, you know, I get on my O-line forums and stuff on Twitter. You know, oh, okay. I, you know, <laughs> Do you hear that chord? His O-line forums. You know, I didn't know those existed. Hey, hey, man. Is that, wait, is that where you're seeing all these pictures of uh, the belly and the maple syrup? No, I delete no, those. That's, okay. no, that's a but, completely different but, but, yeah, I yeah. ran up on that one before, too. Hey, I, I, I don't know what you're looking at, JP, but, you know, I'm, I'm looking at, you know, old Lyman just dogging people okay. and not giving a shit afterwards. But, hey, Joe Walt, hey, he's, he's going to be playing on Sundays and Mondays here pretty soon. He, he, he's, a, he's a freaking cat to look after. Uh, number two. I, I got a feeling of the, of the top two. Georgia. Okay. okay. Georgia. Hey. Their three interior linemen are coming back. Hey, they are not going to have a problem because they're replacing them with two top recruits from the 2022 class. I mean, they're going to be all right. Hey, even if they have flaws, their, their offense and just their dominance is going to take over. And number one, hey, at the end of the day, Michigan's going yeah. for the Joe go. Moore Award. Yep. Hey, JP, yep. three times in a row. Uh-huh. Hey, it's never been twi- done twice in a row. Okay. They're going for three this year. And, and I think they can do it because, hey, they got hey, they got three returning starters. They got two transfers coming from an Arizona school and somewhere else. Hey, Physical, it, man. Michigan's turning an O-line you right now yep. if they weren't already. There you go. All right. I like it. Coming with a, a list for uh, Sweet Talking. Well done, Sweet. Well done. All right. Um, all right, Cord. Uh, how about let's uh, let's cut a little cord. Hey, sweet. Let me. Can you? Am I still there? Yeah. Yeah, we're, we got you. Hey, let me jump on it real quick with that LSU line. I'm going to tell you something. So, we had two tackles last year that were both freshmen. That right tackle, Emory Jones, probably by week three is going to be your right guard. And a guy by the name of Zalance Hurd, who was Will Campbell's teammate in high school. <laughs> They were right and left tackles together. Damn. We'll move in there, and that offensive line is going to be – I mean, when you got two guys playing high school football at 6'6", six, six, you know, three-plus, that's, that's, those guys are studly. And Zalance Hurd's moving into that spot. What, what was his name? Zalance It doesn't Hurd. matter what his name is. <laughs> LSU's going to be freaking dogs in the trenches. I should have known. <laughs> but hey, I mean, let's let, let's cut the cord here real quick, man. In, in the in the one thing I already mentioned, I got a little ahead of myself. Obviously, it's my first time full time on the show. Is is it's time to cut the cord, Lincoln Riley? Alex mm. Grinch has to go. You've seen enough of it. He's not any good. It's the same stuff over and over again. You're gonna you're gonna continue to put up a lot of points, make the playoff from time to time win your conference, and then get blown out in the big games. It, it is what it is, and Alex Green has to go. And my second cut the cord would be scheduling. Mm. We talked about it earlier, about the Power Five and the Group of Five, and I know we got some UT Martin uh, in, 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 in Middle Tennessee State in here. But yeah. it's time to just separate it, guys. I, I don't need to see 35, 38-point spreads every single week. What about 39? 39, you know. <laughs> we got just, one of those it, coming up here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's, it, it is what it is. And, and we've got some big ones. I mean, the, the big line with Tennessee and UVA, but at least they're two power five schools. Um, and after that, I, I'll get off of it. But we all know that weekend before the last weekend in college football, how bad it is to watch. It's 
even us degenerates get a little bored in at that time. Um, so those are my two things. But mainly, Alex Grinch has to fucking go. <laughs> He's been waiting for months. Let's go. To cut the cord. There you go. F-bomb. Appreciate it, cord. All right. All um, truths. All truths, in my opinion. Yeah. All right. On that note, we will uh, take a timeout. Hey, we got our pick six coming up and a quick trip to Alumniville on the way, plus our group of five pick of the week. So stay tuned. It's all coming up. This is the Southern Roots Football Show live from Society American Nostril in the downtown square in Larchburg on Southern Roots Radio. Back after this. Thank God football is back, right? Hey, this is JP, host of the Southern Roots Football Show. Sometimes the hardest decision is which game to watch. Well, at Society American Oshery on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg, you don't have to worry about that with enough TVs to watch your favorite team wherever they're playing. Now the hardest decision is what to eat and drink. Well, Society's got you covered there, too. And when the game's over, just turn your chair around and take in the best live music in the area. Sports, food, music. The best of American Noshery, all in one place. Society American Noshery, on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg. Rooted in Americana, Southern Roots Radio showcases the songs, sound, and lifestyle that is uniquely Southern. Southern Roots Radio features the Mealtown sound that connects the storytelling and twang from classic music row, the grit and blues from Beale Street, and the rhythm and soul coming out of the Singing River in Muscle Shoals. In addition to the music and local artists, Southern Roots Radio will highlight lifestyle programs from food, culture, and even sports. Visit southernrootsradio.com to hear the sound and find out how you can listen on your mobile device. Based in Milltown, digging roots across the country and beyond. Southern Roots Radio, come on in and stay a while. It's Society American Nashery on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg. As uh, week one is upon us, the Southern Roots Football Show, Jack West, uh, Sweet and Cord, Trev on the DL. Hopefully he'll be back with us uh, next week. We do have his picks uh, for sure, so don't worry about that. Uh, all right, um, we got to take a, uh, a quick uh, trip uh, down to Alumniville and just a couple to get to. We'll start first. Um, Little UT Martin going between the hedges, sweet. Uh, not um, not taking it easy to start off the season, huh? Going to Georgia Saturday afternoon, five o'clock on SEC Network Plus. I mean, next segment. So well, let me <laughs> let me ask you, sweet. Let me, let me ask you, sweet. Uh, when, when you were there, if you were going to play the number one team in the country, what I, I, is actually, that exciting? I, I actually did. Went and played uh, Mississippi State in 2014 when uh, Dak. Dak Prescott was yeah. uh, okay. number one. All right. Fun, Badass. Fun fact, we wrote, we put up the the most all-purpose yards against them that season up until that point, <laughs> until Alabama played them next week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it's awesome, good seven days. Yeah. So. But uh, – uh, shit, I don't even remember your question, JP. What was it? That's right. We'll, we'll move along. I think you answered it. Um, hey, our other trip to Alumniville, because we got a couple that are actually in our pick six. The Mighty Blue Raiders of Middle Tennessee are going to be in Tuscaloosa Saturday night on SEC Network, 6.30 kickoff. Alabama favored 39 Jesus. points. That's a lot. But you know what? You know, uh, well... Middle's not going to win, but they may not lose by that much. They did get down to Miami last year, so looking forward to that one. Damn right. Um, be down in Tuscaloosa. You going? For that one. Yeah. Hell yeah. 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 Be up in the booth with that one. Damn right, yep. JP. So, that's great. Should be fun uh, for that one Saturday night uh, for that. All right. Uh, let's get into our pick six. We've got a bonus. Actually, before I do that, we got a new feature. Let me fade that down because we got a new thing. 
Um, our Group of Five Guys podcast that uh, we talked about all last year, and they are continuing uh, to grow. Check them out, Group of Five Guys, on all the social media. They also do a, a live show Tuesday nights on YouTube, and they are going to be on campus this year uh, throughout the season. This first week, they're going to be at Tulane, guys. They're going to New Orleans this weekend. They're going to do a show uh, Saturday morning. So check them out, Group of Five Guys, on all the social media. And they are uh, doing us a favor this, this year. They are going to provide us a Group of Five Lock of the Week. So here is the Group of Five Pick of the Week. So this is, we're going to call this our Group of Five Lock of the Week. Uh, Southern Roots is featuring this on the Southern Roots football show in their Pick 6 segment. Download the Southern Roots radio app for free. Google Play or Apple app stores. Visit southernrootsradio.com for more details. How you can test your picking skills against us. Southern Roots football show. Lock of the week. You guys know I am a South Florida Bulls diehard. I mean, if if you MTSU Blue Raiders, all the South Florida schools right there university of south florida is maybe my favorite one because it's the biggest underdog but western kentucky minus 11 and a half versus south florida i think it could get a lot worse than that uh, western kentucky just scores way too many points and south florida hadn't been able to stop anybody in a long time and western's at home is it a home game for western yep. kentucky yeah 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 yep. Now, we will see if the new offense, Valis Golish, you know, coming over from Tennessee, if they can put up some points to maybe keep it close. But I just think they will not. I mean, I could see Western Kentucky scoring on eight out of eight possessions or something if, if need be. Who do those guys think they are? The New York Jets? <laughs> Shotgun. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, with, with Austin Reed and Malachi Corley coming back, your top two guys on offense. I mean, they're going to have plenty of firepower, and it's, I think it's just going to be tough for the Bulls to keep up. All right, so there you go. That is the um, the group of five guys. Uh, don't forget to check them out Saturday morning. They're going to be live in New Orleans uh, as South Alabama is taking on Tulane. That is their game of the week, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. They'll have all their picks for that one as well, which, by the way, that game – leads us off where they're going to be uh, South Alabama at Tulane. Tulane ranked 24th in the country coming off that uh, Cotton Bowl win over USC. It is 7 o'clock Saturday night. It is on ESPNU and uh, the green or blue wave, whatever color uniform Sweeten they're wearing hey, for that one is Hey, it's for you, Cord. It was fucking teal. Teal. There we go. It's <laughs> <laughs> favored in this one uh, seven straight up, a touchdown minus seven. Uh, Trev won our pool last year, so we'll start with him. And he is going with the uh, the home team, Tulane, minus seven in that one. So I will move now to my left. Wes, you are next. South I'm Alabama at Tulane. I'm riding with Trevor. I, I'm, I like Tulane at home, uh, top 25 team. Uh, look for big things from Tulane, so I'm going with them. Okay, sweet. I mean, especially after upsetting USC last year, what, uh, Cotton Bowl. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to go Tulane right here. Thank All you, right. Tulane. All right, Cord, what do you think about this one? Down last in your neck of the woods? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. Give me the Jags. Give me South Alabama. <laughs> there you go. Hey, In a straight up win. Woo! Straight up win. Okay. Upset alert in Yuleman, baby. Okay. All right. I don't know the Scott. <laughs> All right. The Skyhawks only lost to him by three points. Yeah. So I mean, I ain't too um, worried about USA. You know, you know, Cord Cord is not too far off. Tulane did lose a lot of folks last year. Sure. You know, one, one of those guys is in Nashville. The running back. Yeah. Um, and South Alabama's got a stingy defense. So you know what? I learned all this stuff listening to the Group of Five Guys podcast. So I'm telling you what, I'm going to go with them. I think they are leaning some of them towards South Alabama. And Cord, I'm with you. Going with the Jags Let's on this go. one. There you go. All right. Uh, pick number two. It's a Thursday night kickoff in Salt Lake City, Florida. Heads out west. They actually went early because of the hurricane. I think spent the night in Dallas uh, on their way to Utah. Thursday night, 7 o'clock ESPN. Our line from earlier in the week is these locked in based on what we're using for our pool. Utah by 7. Of course, Reisner, the quarterback for Utah, uh, not playing. It was back and forth, I think, whether or not. And the lines 
uh, kind of fluctuate a little bit. We're going minus seven for Utah in this one. And uh, Wes, we'll start with you on this. I, there's no damn way in hell I'm picking Florida in any damn thing. <laughs> Uh, I think Utah is going to be out for blood after last year. I, I, I don't think Florida is going to be worth a damn. I mean, really, I, I think Billy. this is a big year for Billy Napier. Um, he comes out, and they shit around, you know, 500 ball. They don't make a shit if it's a year and a half for him. I, I really think uh, that they, they cut him loose. So, big year for Billy Napier. I, I, I want Utah to beat them by 100. All right, sweet. What do you think? Hey, Utah can place a little, a little bit of defense. Hey, and they almost made the cut for the top five offensive line. I, you know, I'm gonna go Utah right here. Like, like Wes said, I mean, they're gonna be Florida. I, do you have expectations, or are they just there? You know, that, that's kind of what I feel like. So I'm gonna go Utah right here. All right, Cord, you up? What do you like about this one? Uh, I hate Sun Belt Billy also, and I hate the Florida Gators. But if I'm still getting seven, Cam Rising isn't playing. Damn it, I gotta take it. Give me the Gators right here. I'm right. trying to win, Wes. I'm sorry. All right. I'm shit. It's all right. competitive. I hate the Gators too, though. Man. He says that after his last pick, where he's just going against Tulane. It doesn't matter who they were playing. <laughs> Fair. Know. All right, uh, but you know what? I, uh, Riser's not playing, and seven is a tough one. But I tell you what, that's a tough place to play, and. Um, sweet, I'm kind of with you. I'm and I'm not sure what Florida is. I don't think they're very good. Hell, Vandy beat them last year. I mean, come on, right? So uh, I, I like Utah even at home without rising. I like them. I think they cover. Um, that's what I'm going with. I'm going with the Utes. All right, uh, Coach Prime in this one Saturday morning. It is the Fox Big Noon game, 11 Central though local time in Fort Worth, as the defending. National finalists, TCU Horn Frogs, I guess if you want to call them that. Uh, they welcome Colorado and the Buffs, and uh, this is a uh, TCU minus 20. In this one, they are favored at home against Colorado and Coach Prime minus 20. 11 a.m. start in Fort Worth on Fox Suite. We'll start with you in this one. Hey, here's one factor that you haven't been thinking about. And after playing in the damn heat Friday night, Colorado's having to go down and play in the Texas heat. You know, they've had – I was out in Colorado this summer. It is nice out mm -hmm. there. I mean, they, they're probably in 70-degree weather. All of a sudden, they're going to show up. It's going to be 95, close to 100 degrees. Yeah. Um, and, and does Colorado – I mean, they, they have a completely new roster. How many kid, original kids they God. got? 11? All but like 10 or something, uh, right? Yeah, I mean, double digits – if you're lucky from, you know, the, yeah. the reports, uh, I know TCU doesn't have uh, Duggan, that quarterback, anymore. But, you know, I, I think TCU can cover right here. I'm going to take TCU. All right. Cord, who are you liking this one? I have no earthly idea. <laughs> a 20-point spread. I mean, like you said, they got 10 guys left over from last year. TCU, what do they have? We don't know. Give me the Horn Frogs. It's hot in Texas right now. I'm okay. with you, sweet. All right. Um, yeah, this may be the toughest one because of just such the big unknown with Colorado, but also what TCU does not have coming back, how they respond after that beat down to Georgia. 20 is a lot of points. And um, I tell you what, I'm going to take a flyer. I'm going to go with Coach Prime to cover that one. How about it? How about it, Wes? I, huh? I'm with you, dude. I, I'm going to drive with Coach Prime just on the pure hype that he can get this team excited enough to play. Just, TCU wins the game. Yep. But okay. I'm with you. 20 points is a lot. I, I may look at like an absolute f***ing idiot, but give me the Buffalo. Okay. It right. wouldn't be because of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. Uh, all right. Trev picks the Horn Frogs, by the way, to cover. And, and I may have failed to mention Trev is going with the Gators to cover in that one against Utah, by the way. Wow. Trev is going with the Gators. All right. Uh, up next, we uh, head to Monday night. This is the Labor Day night game to close out the weekend. And it's in um, Durham, North Carolina, where the Duke Blue Devils are hosting Clemson. Uh, and Clemson ranked ninth in the country. Clemson a 12-point favorite in this one. Uh, it is, again, Monday night, 7 o'clock ESPN Core. We'll start with you. Minus 12 for Clemson on the road at Duke. 
I must can't read or I missed something writing it down. I don't have that one on my sheet. You don't have that one? Did you not get the sheet I sent you? No, I did, but I think I just missed it when I wrote it down. Yeah, you definitely had seven on there, and I've got six. I'm a dumbass. Hey, remember, I may love LSU and live in Louisiana, but I am from Mississippi. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll be sure to relay that to my in-laws, yeah. (laughs) Give me the... (laughs) I'm from the coast, so it's a different. Yeah, state. you're right. You're right. <laughs> give me the fighting coach K's, I guess. Give me, give me the, give me the blue devils. I don't, I don't, I don't know how. I, I don't think Duke's got a good defense, good. Cord. I got a good defense. Give me Duke. Okay. Give me the All devils. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. You, you obviously. Sorry, uh, yeah. Trev's going with Clemson, and and I'm going to go with the uh, the Orange Tigers as well. Um, I think Clemson. I I initially was going to go with Duke. Um, I don't know if Duke is ready for primetime football without uh, Cutcliffe there. I just don't know if they're ready for that. 12 points, that's not That's not much. Clemson's still ranked tenth, ninth in the country. They still got the yeah. – uh, they, they they got the cats, as you would say, Wes, right? Who are you liking this one? Me Give out. me the Blue Devils, man. Oh. Hey, look here. It's on Monday night. Only, is that the only game? It's the only game it's Monday only night. Game. Mm-hmm. These kids are about to be night game. Yeah. It may not be one. Hell, I, I don't I have no idea what a Duke football game is like. I think it These plays kids against are them. Be night, night game in Durham. Hey, they went nine and four last year. <laughs> they did. Yes, they They're did. four games they lost by a com- combined sixteen points. Mm-hmm. Duke will be competitive. I like you, what you said. They're going to okay. play a little bit of defense. Right. I, Clemson's absolutely the better team, but give me Duke okay. on opening night. Okay. All right. Sweet. Hey, you got. You know, the Tigers are going to play some defense. You know, they got uh, Klubnik. You know, he didn't show up uh, against Tennessee that much. But, you know, on the other side of the ball, you, I mean, everybody's talking about this guy being, you know, in the NFL at quarterback, you know, Riley Leonard. Duke's going to win a lot of games. They are not going to pull it out against Clemson this year. I'm taking the Tigers, minus 12. All right, going with Clemson. All right, it uh, takes us to a uh, game in Nashville on Saturday morning, 11 a.m. It is the Vols coming to Nash Vegas to take on Virginia. And uh, big spread here. Of course, Virginia coming off uh, some tragedy in their team. And uh, they are traveling to Nashville. Uh, Tennessee favored 28, four touchdowns. They are favored to this one, a flat 28, um, number 12 in the country, 11 a.m. ABC. Tennessee, and uh, this will be, I guess, start with me. Um, let's, uh, yeah, hard to go against the balls right here because we just don't know how Virginia's going to respond. So I'll go with, uh, I'll go with the balls. Trev is going with the balls as well. Wes, uh, who do you like? I, I'm going to go with the balls as well. I mean, you you nailed it on the head, JP. You don't you don't know what's going through these kids' minds at Virginia. I, God bless them what they've been through, missed the last, what, two games of the year last year not playing, they can also motivate the absolute shit out of them mm-hmm. and come out and play their ass off. And That's also, a big number. Look, we, we've got we've got a – and I know everybody's hyped about Joe Milton and the offense. We've got a very small sample size of Joe Milton. Yeah, we know the bitch can throw it 95 yards. Can he be accurate? He's got plenty of weapons to throw to. Um, team defense ought to be improved. Um We'll find out, uh, but I'm going to go with the balls. All right. Sweet, what do you like? I mean, Tennessee is built to cover the spread right here. I mean, I, 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 I'm just going to reiterate, if I keep talking what Wes just said, I, I'm taking the balls. All right, there you go. Core, did you like in this one? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Give me... My guy from University High right here on campus in Baton Rouge of LSU, Mike Hollins, and the Fighting Cavaliers of UVA. The Wahoos. You give right. me 28, I'll take it. All right. No shocker, Cord is the contrarian of the bunch here in week one. That's why we brought him on the show. Cord, that's what that C stands for, contrarian, right? I don't know if contrarian may start with a K, who knows. but called a lot worse. Yeah. Yes, you have, and you probably will. All right, uh, <laughs> Battle of the Carolinas uh, on Saturday night from Charlotte. And it is number 21, North Carolina, against South Carolina. UNC, the Tar Heels are favored by two and a half points. Two and a half points 
Uh, Trev, well, I guess we'll get us started on this one. He likes the Tar Heels and the fighting Mac Browns to cover two and a half. Wes, who you got? I mean, yeah, obviously I showed my ass last year about South Carolina, so I might as well start it again right now. What team? Give me Drake May and North Carolina. Okay, Drake May. All right, sweet. Who you I, like? I, I'm with Wes. I like Drake May. Spencer Rattler hadn't showed me anything. It, it seemed like he regressed. Out, outside of the Tennessee game. Outside of the Tennessee <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah, no I, joke. He was a stud against Clemson. Yeah. Uh, they won some big games yeah, there late I mean, Is it too soon? I don't know. Man. Too soon, too soon. But it, it, I, I don't know if I'm just agreeing with everything Wes is saying or, you know, I'm still a little butthurt over last year. But I'm not – I, I got to go with UNC right here. You know, right. I, I, I can't take South Carolina. Cord, who you like in the Battle of the Carolinas? Spencer Rattler. Oh, my God. Give me the Cox. Give me the Cox. Give me the Cox. Ain't the first time he's ever said that. You know what? Uh, it's a family show, asshole. Cord may, <laughs> may be from Mississippi, and maybe that's where the smarts are coming in because I, I'm with them. I like South Carolina. I think, uh, you know, um, I think South Carolina's going to build on that momentum. I'm going with the Gamecocks. I like the basically a pickup game. Yep. I feel like Core just went against everything Wes has said tonight, on purpose. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> See, sweet, you Facts. are a smart man. Uh, you know what? Uh, he has, in fact, gone in the opposite direction of Wes every time. So, um, all right. Uh, Which bodes well for you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit. I actually listened to the show last year. <laughs> I didn't do my homework off these games. I did my homework off of you guys. He's, he's been in the film room. He's studied the tape. <laughs> yep. All right. We'll start our final game of our week one pick six, which is a bonus seven, if you will. Sunday night in Orlando. It is number five, LSU, and number eight, Florida State. The, um, the Bayou Bengals are two-and-a-half-point favorites. This is 6.30 on ABC. Trev uh, is going with the purple and gold to cover this one, Cord. So, um, Wes, we'll, uh, we'll slide to you on this one. LSU, Florida State, LSU minus two-and-a-half. It's on me? Yep. I as I was going down through this list, I'm going to be honest, this, to me this is the easiest one out of all of them, in my opinion. I, I think LSU not only covers, I think LSU it just beats them up on both sides of the football. I, I really like LSU in this game, and I, I really don't think, me personally, it's going to be close. All right. Okay. Sweet. What do you think? I, I meant to ask uh, Court about this earlier. What about your boy Mason Smith getting suspended for this game? Oh, don't worry. I'm about to get there. Oh, bro. Uh, first of all, Mason with two A's, which is balling. But, but you That's know. That's isn't it? Uh, it's Mason. Mason. Oh, okay. Mason. So with two A's, Mason. it should be like Masson. I, I, I mean, uh, you know, getting suspended for, uh, you know, autographs before NIL or, so or something. So stupid. You know, at, at the end of the day, give Reggie Bush his Heisman back. Yep. And okay. we're, we're going with LSU right here. All right, there you go. Hey, Cord, I'm going to cut in since this is your team. I'll let you uh, pull anchor on this one. So, uh, I'm I'm with the fellas. I like uh, the uh, the Bayou Bengals on this one. I'm going with uh, LSU. Uh, I like what Brian Kelly's doing down there. Never thought I'd say that, but I do. Uh, all right, Cord, uh, the floor is yours. Can I cut the cord one more time? You can cut it. Piggyback on what boy Sweet said. It's time the NCAA goes too. They need the same treatment Alex Grinch gets. I mean, the guys signed a couple autographs a week before the NIL came. Now, that's on our compliance department too. No Mason Smith worries me. No John Emery we found out today, but what's new? The guy plays about four games a year. I feel like he's been here for 13 seasons. <laughs> our DBs are weak. LSU is going to absolutely dominate this mm, game dominate. and win by three touchdowns. Whoa. I'm telling you right now, absolutely put your yeah. money on number five, Jaden Daniels, Heisman winner. I'm telling it to you right now. The Tigers are going 11-1, and one and Jaden Daniels wins the Heisman trophy. Whoa. And right. they'll be in the playoff, too, after not winning the SEC West. 
Sorry, guys. Y'all got, got me hyped up. I drank, a, I drank a few beers, and y'all started talking about how good the Tigers were. Now I can't get away from it. I love my Just Tigers. Just gas I was wrong earlier. What can I say? It would be the first no, time. No, we're not gaslighting, <laughs> gaslighting at all. All right. Um, so we all are on uh, LSU to win that one. That's the only one we all have a consensus on, and the only one that Wes and Cord also Agreed upon. Congrats, but, Wes, um, you're on one and six. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, hey, Cord, welcome to the family, my friend. Uh, officially, uh, as a co-host of this, um, and thanks to Wes Brown, uh, Charles Sweden, uh, Trev McNeil. Hopefully, we'll be back with us next week as he's a little under the weather. Got his picks in though, as he is uh, uh, defending his um, his crown, if you will. We haven't really given him anything for winning, other than just a hard time, I guess. Um, so, all right, we'll do it again next week right here at Society American Noshery on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg. Um, and I guess that will wrap it up. We appreciate everybody uh, hanging out with us tonight. Until next time, I'm Jack Plant saying so long from Society. This has been Southern Roots Football Show on Southern Roots Radio.